Hey friends, can't wait till Wednesdays to get your Modern Mamas fixed. Join us on Patreon. You can choose your tier and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus content, early access to retreat, first peeks at new swag, plus shout outs and even real time monthly virtual hangs with us. Visit patreon.com forward slash modern mamas podcast to check it out and support the podcast. It truly means the world to us. We are so grateful for you and for this community. I love mama. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. We are two modern mamas here to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, open minds, and joy, no matter your journey or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder and Indy Bow. I love outdoor adventure, good food, especially sourdough, and mindful movement. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I am a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. I love food, trying new things, creating art and being a perpetual learner. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Good morning, afternoon, hi, 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 hi. <laughs> evening, whatever time you are l- tuning in. It's Jess and Laura, and this is our second episode this week that we're recording. Yeah. And we it's were been just a full one. Yeah, it's been a full one. And thank goodness, yesterday or like the last two days, our internet has been. It's a long story, but our internet, the line was cut. And we were just out without internet. So I'm so glad it's back up and running and faster now. And we're here and we're recording and I'm, I'm excited. It's, I love hearing your voice in the morning. I do too. <laughs> I prefer this to the, like that time slot we did on Monday, which mm-hmm. is not our usual. It's just, a, it's a harder window for me, but yeah. this, I, I, this is our first, my first like Thursday rhythm in weeks. Cause it's just been, we mm-hmm. there's been some weirdness going on with like travel and whatnot. So mm-hmm. it's just so nice to be back to this early Thursday morning. Oops, sorry. I'm going to turn my, my D and D notice off. Sorry. Everyone's getting my phone <laughs> notifications over here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it. Oh, good. <laughs> I always feel like, Oh my God. Oh my God. You just, you just gave yourself away. I know. Yeah. It's good. It's good to be back on a little bit of a rhythm and we'll see how long it lasts because you know, life is, <laughs> life life is constantly is life. shifting. There's a lot shifting. Yeah. Uh, but I just actually did a coffee enema. <laughs> oh, I want to know more about this. If yeah. are you open to talking about oh, like yeah. the actual so physics? Good, let's how, just get let's into just it. get this, into it. Come on, this episode is going to be like a get into it episode based yeah. on what we have decided to topic to topic <laughs> y'all on. Yeah, I my friend, uh, I don't think she would mind my friend Claire, and there's lots of Claire, so you know it could be anyone. <laughs> she, I had like over the course of like a month, I had like three or four different friends talk about them to me, and I was, and then I also saw something on the, on the internet because the, the, the man is listening and you see what you hear. But it was like one of those things where I was like, okay, I, this has shown itself to me so many times. And this was before I got pregnant with Indy. I was already doing like a pretty cool gut healing protocol with Kim. And I was like, you know what, why not add one more thing in that I have read multiple beneficial things about. And the whole, the whole thing about this is not like a I feel like people think enema and they're like, I was just going to clear out my gut and I like, it's for weight loss or whatever. And it's like, it's actually a way to like support your liver detox and your Mm -hmm. gallbladder Mm -hmm. and all of that. And it's very energizing. I actually learned that the hard way. I think I shared on the podcast that one time I did one at like 2 PM and I didn't fall asleep until 2 AM right? uh, because I was just like, you know, you're like pumping a little bit of caffeine through your body, but it doesn't feel like that. Like if you're sensitive to coffee, you don't get the like coffee anxiety at least I don't or the mm-hmm. coffee sweats or any of that it's just like your body just it feels like I feel like I can take on the world and I haven't done one in a while just because I need Rusty here in the morning to do it and I've also really have been having to take advantage of like my morning time to work and so I haven't really taken that time for myself but on Thursdays he is, he doesn't coach so he's he's got you know if anything if the girls wake up like I'm not I don't, I'm not doing an enema in the bathtub. Okay. I was like, you need Rusty here because he's giving you the enema oh. or because you need him just as like holding down the I need the him fort. to be with, the, with Indy <laughs> okay. because if she wakes up, it's not like a super quick, like, okay, right. I, I can jump 
up in the bed with her, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's far, I can promise you that it's far simpler, the whole process than you're probably envisioning. You have like a little bucket. So I brew some coffee, you boil water, let it simmer for like 15 minutes. And then I strain it through the French press. And then it goes in this little stainless steel bucket with a handle that I then hook on the shower head basically. And then there's like a long silicone tube. And at the end of the tube, there's like a little doohickey that you put in your bum. <laughs> and Very you scientific. Like, you put yes. the little doohickey in your bum bum. In your bum. <laughs> and you lay on your side in the tub. And I put a, lay a towel down. It's not messy. You put the do yeah doohickeys in the bum, and then there's like a little latch <laughs> that you unlatch, and it lets the liquid come out. I'm sorry, I'm your, being such a teenage into your, boy. <laughs> into your intestine, like through your colon, into your intestine. Okay, and it goes in in through your colon into mm-hmm, your intestines. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you remove the doohickey. Okay, and you lay there for as long as feels comfortable. Ideally, it's like two 20 minute sessions Whoa. that you're able to hold okay. it in there. Yeah. You have to build up like this morning for me. I think I just, because I was also a little short on time, I did like two seven minute holds mm-hmm. and then you, you might get to the point where you can't hold it. And then mm-hmm. once you've held it for as long as you can, then you go sit on the toilet and you let the liquid out on the toilet. Like you're going to the bathroom and you repeat. Are twice. you holding it like clenching? No. Or Okay. But you're it's not relaxing. coming out. No, like it it's doesn't not just, come out. Okay, because unless, of gravity, and, essentially, because you're on your side? or Yeah, what? and your sphincter. Okay. You know, like you have your sphincter serves the purpose of not... Right. I, gosh, if it didn't work, we would just be all day long. Shitting yeah. all over the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so that is it. And then I just, I always feel like so good. I feel a lot of brain clarity. I feel a lot of like full body energy, but not in like a crazy way. And it just helps with like detox. If you're, you know, it's fun because sometimes you'll hear like a little... It almost sounds like a little squirt coming from inside your belly. And that is your gallbladder, like being kind of like turning on and like Mm -hmm. being like notified to like do its thing. And this is all very like non-scientific. And this is me explaining my experience. Mm -hmm. So don't, don't go telling people that Laura prescribed you a coffee enema, (laughs) but it's worth talking about with maybe your naturopath or doing some research online. Kali loves kale came on the podcast and told her birth stories of her boys. And she's like one of the people that I had heard about it from as well. And she swears by it. And, you know, she like is in remission from thyroid cancer from like doing a lot of these holistic type things. So I dig it. I really enjoy it. I like the way it makes me feel. I don't do it when I'm feeling really depleted because, and then also afterwards I make sure to drink like a ton of element or a ton of paleo Valley Mm -hmm. electrolytes because you know, you are like putting coffee in your body and you're also Mm -hmm. like expelling a lot. And so you need to just make sure that you're rehydrating and not just water, but like electrolytes. So that was my coffee enema experience this morning, literally like 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Wow. I mean, I, I, I'm intrigued. I'm not like as much as I'm giggling because you said doohickey in the bum bum, I I am intrigued, you know, and you're my friend Lauren, who I get to see on photo days was talking about like water enemas like she does those at night, like especially around like a, a full moon for various reasons, I think, but like parasites and you know, all of that. So she says she feels like sleepy, sleepy after doing I guess it wouldn't be a coffee enema, but like a water enema in the evenings. And it just like helps her sleep better and like all this stuff. So, I mean, I've heard really good things. It's just one of those that I've never, never ventured to try. So thanks for sharing. Of course, my pleasure. And actually I might be doing like a parasite cleanse. I don't, you know, it's one of those things where I've done some different stool samples and like stool tests and gut tests, but a lot of those don't pick up actual parasites. Mm -hmm. They'll pick up like parasitic bacteria. Mm -hmm. And we were just visiting my friend, Emily, she's a naturopath in Bend, and she did this really cool parasite cleanse and she was telling me about it. And I'm like, you know, I have some symptoms around the full moon, Mm -hmm. like jaw clenching and some other ones that, you know, we just had a full moon, not last night, Mm -hmm. but the night before. And I definitely noticed symptoms coming up, like Mm -hmm. a little bit more like feeling like aggravated this like weird energy and jaw clenching and some like itching and so I'm mm-hmm. like okay I might I think I'm gonna do one because it's you know I feel like Indy's old enough now I'm still nursing but she's not like a brand new baby like only living off my milk and mm-hmm. so uh, yeah I think I'm gonna do one of those as well because it's just it's, it's really cool on the topic of the full moon like being in tune with that mm-hmm. and then it helps me better understand like why I things are why did Indy sleep like a crazy person and like why did, that was probably not appropriate to say, but you know, why, why was the night so hard? And then yeah. why am I clenching? And why are these, it was like, oh yeah, full moon. Mm-hmm. So our tradition, mm-hmm. as many of you know, is I make a sourdough full moon cake. This time I made, I sometimes I make, we call it mini moon cakes. I make cupcake versions and I added Hugh 
kitchen, like cacao powder and mm-hmm. chocolate chips. And I made a chocolate version. And, and we have, we've decided to either like, cause I was putting a lot of pressure to have a fire on the full moon, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like, sometimes it's just not in the cards on like a Tuesday evening when we got right. a ton going on. So we either like sit and make sure we sit down for a half an hour. So like play a family game or have a fire in the yard or both. So yeah, anyways, full moon, enemas, parasites, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Well, we had a couple topics we wanted to chat about. We got a lot of good feedback on our last episode, which honestly felt, I mean, just kind of us just sharing random stuff. Like we were talking about our beverages and the foods that that we like and, you know, all of that. And so I thought it'd be cool because I was, you know, drinking the first of my three morning beverages and taking my supplements this morning. And I was just thinking, I bet, like, I always like to hear what other people are doing. And again, like, if we share our supplement routine, this is not saying that, like, everyone out there who's tuning in needs to be taking these things. Like, these are just supplements that over the course of time, either working with a a specific practitioner or, like, experimenting with our on our own that, like, we've identified that really, like, support us. And also, to be clear, I don't think, you know, we got the loveliest question about supplements in our DMs, you know, just in regards to like, like, I I feel like I have to say this personally, like in regards to like how expensive it it can be to like, do all the things right, like to take all the like supportive morning beverages and to get the right kind of like, you know, I don't even know what the word is I'm looking for, like functional mushrooms and, you know, all this like really stuff that's amazing. And like to get these high quality supplements, like it is not lost on me that that is like health can be very expensive. But at the same time, I also want to reiterate, like you don't necessarily have to take all the things to also find your version of health. So just want to throw that out there as we're going to dive in. And I'm going to tell you my supplement routine. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts, Laura? Supplements. <laughs> I do. And I want to just share the caveat that, you know, we are s- sponsored by and I partner with a lot mm-hmm. of really incredible supplement companies that I will only partner with or share because I love them and I use them and they're actually effective. I am not going to waste my time or energy and sometimes money on supplements that don't have like a very clear benefit to me mm-hmm. in my life or my kids. Mm-hmm. But that said, comes with the caveat of like, I'm not spending, if you see me taking all these supplements, like a lot of them are in, you know, I, we get for free. Yeah, and I just absolutely. want to make sure that I share that because. Be 100% it transparent on that. 100% transparent. Like Paleo Valley sends us boxes of really of their supplements. And I, I would, if, if needed, if I, let's say what, for whatever reason, I like quit the internet and they didn't send me stuff for free anymore. I would still invest in, I would, I would have to pick maybe a little bit more carefully, but Mm -hmm. I, I would absolutely still invest in these products because they make a big difference in my health. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So anyways, that's, I just wanted to kind of say that, but yeah, I, I agree. You don't have to do all the things that we share. You don't have to do any of the things that we share, but we share because it's our journey and these are things that have helped us. Mm -hmm. And we say that with the understanding that like supplements can be expensive and there are things you can get from real food, Mm -hmm. but in the day and age that we live, we live in a toxic soup and the, the like nutrition in the food that we eat, unless you're like finding a local biodynamic, et cetera, et cetera, farm, it's just, it's not as nutrient dense as it was even like 50, a hundred years ago. And so that's why I personally believe that it is important to supplement because using ideally real food forms of supplementation because we're just, it's, you know, we need to supplement, but that doesn't mean that you can eat shit and then just supplement with some pills. Right, it's like, right. we have to have that symbiotic, like all encompassing to the best of our ability without then another caveat and going on a tangent <laughs> here and then I'll step down off this box. But I know people, I have friends, I have people in my world who go so far to the extreme mm-hmm. of like, and I've been there and I would say borderline orthorexic where like I go to a restaurant and I still ask a lot of questions. And now I do it kind of as, as a, as an opportunity to maybe get the wheels turning for the restaurant, the staff and the cooks or whatever I ask about oils and that kind of thing. But we can stress too much about this stuff too, Mm -hmm. to the point where it's like, you can't out supplement 
poor the mental stress. health. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so like, if you're so stressed all the time about like, I'm not getting everything in it, or you're like pouring all of your money to the point where like, then you can't afford the nourishing food because you're paying for all these supplements. Like mm-hmm. there has to be a balance. And I can't tell you what that is. You've got to, yeah. you got to find it for yourself. So absolutely. Everyone Those is going to have their own, <laughs> like the weight that they give certain decisions regarding their health is going to be different because everyone's different, right? Like everyone Mm -hmm. has their own health history and their own financial history and, you know, all this stuff that goes into making a decision of whether or not to spend X amount of dollars on certain things. It's going to be multifactorial. So Mm -hmm. all that said, here's what I take in a day (laughs) right now. (laughs) And as Laura said, like we, you know, we partner with Paleo Valley because we love their, like we truly, I mean, I I can't think of a better partnership that fits more naturally because like I started off with their organ complex a long, long time ago. This was like, it might've even been before we partnered with them, found out about their organ complex. And this was when, this was back when people were like, you know, freezing bits of beef liver and people still do this and i think it's still a great way to get like grass-fed organ meats in your diet but like i could just never <laughs> i just could never like hide hide liver enough to like make it fun for me and so that's when i started taking the organ complexes postpartum with camille oh and the reason why i did was because I had done placenta encapsulation and I didn't do, I did it with bear and took them and they kind of like did the opposite. And after a lot of research figured out that like, I wasn't the only person who had a negative reaction to placenta encapsulation. So if that's something that you experience, like you're not alone and it was devastating. Cause I was like, this me is, too. This, yeah, this was something that was supposed to be like the thing that was going to help me. <laughs> and it helps a lot of people. I just want to, I just want to throw that out there. I think it can be super helpful. But for me, it made me so anxious and it made me jittery. It just did not have a good effect. And so anyways, with Camille, I was looking for a different experience. And so not quite the same, but wanted to support with those nutrients similarly. And so I started taking the organ complex and just noticed such a huge difference. So I'm a major fangirl of the organ complex and I still take it. I don't take six capsules every morning. Because if I took six capsules of that and then six capsules of everything else, I do about a half dose. And then on the days like around my period, I might up that a little bit, depending on how I'm feeling, and do like a full dose. But I do about three capsules of the organ complex. I do, after having done my genetic profile with Becca, I got with her and got a customized multivitamin, essentially. And this basically is three capsules every day. It's made by this little company in Oregon. I think it's in Oregon. It's basically like a, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a pharmacy that just like hand makes things. Oh, there's a word for it. Anyways. So I have a custom supplement blend that is exactly reflective of like my body's particular needs. And when Becca kind of was creating that for me, I was also telling her like, cause she could put pretty much anything in there. And I was like, well, I'm also taking Paleo Valley Organ Complex. I'm also taking their vitamin C. I'm also taking this vitamin D. And so those were things that I could have put into the custom blend, but that we decided because I was taking them elsewhere that I would just continue using them from Paleo Valley. And so I take my custom multivitamin. I take the organ complex. I take, I just started taking the fish, the fish row. And I know, Laura, that you probably, because you had mentioned you can't really do fish. I don't know if you have tried to do any sort of like fish oil or fish row or like omega three stuff. Have you have you tried that? Or no, I you? don't. I can't. No. Okay. But Rusty takes it and he loves it. And as once Evie's a little bit more comfortable taking pills, I'll have her take it as well. So I just I do a lot of organ, and there's a that you can get omegas in in organ. Meat. Yeah. Well, I so I'm taking the fish row, and that's another thing. Like through my genetic stuff, I need. I don't know if it's extra omegas, but like I need like to very, very particularly make sure that I'm getting enough. So I take that fish row. It's actually, it's great. It's like a powdered fish row. 
and like, in the, like that in the pill and it doesn't give me because you know how sometimes you get like the fish burps Ugh, yes <laughs> I don't get that which is a bonus for me I take about half the dose of that as well so it's supposed to be six capsules I take three that last longer and I feel like I'm still getting a really good benefit I take two vitamin c capsules from paleo valley I take the needed vitamin D3 plus K2. It's like one tiny little capsule. Is that it? I feel like I'm missing something. I think these are the main things. And then I'll do creatine in my my shake. I'm trying to think. I've, I've got electrolytes. Those aren't technically supplements. I guess they are. I think those are the main things. And then like, like we talked about last time, I'll try and sneak more nutrient dense things into my beverages throughout the day. So like I'll try and do a matcha that has like L-theanine in it. It's really good calming energy for your brain. I'll do, oh, I do magnesium at night. I do magnesium glycinate, which is something that was recommended also from my genetic testing. There's so many forms of magnesium out there and most everyone is magnesium deficient for the most part. Again, I don't want to blanket blanket statement anyone, but I feel like magnesium is one of those supplements that like people can really take without a lot of like harmful side effects. Now, granted, there are certain forms of magnesium that will like that can potentially jack up your stomach, make your digestive system feel a little wonky. And so you want to do your research and make sure you're taking the right one for you and what you you need it for. So I take it really for sleep. I have restless leg syndrome and I've had it for just as long as I can remember. And it, if I am not consistent with that, I am, it is, it get, can get really bad. So I take magnesium in the evening and then I have really been loving the superfood golden milk from Paleo Valley because it has a bunch of functional mushrooms in it as well. And I thought at first that it was going to be a nighttime drink. And then I'm looking at it and it's like, no, this is like an energizing blend of like different things. And so I've just been incorporating it. Instead of doing a second cup of coffee, I'll either do that or a matcha in the afternoon and just, you know, feeling good. And again, like that seems like a lot. I don't do it all, all the time, but I try and stay consistent with those morning supplements and I just feel better for it. So I think I've covered everything again, super low maintenance over here. (laughs) (laughs) Low maintenance. (laughs) Wait till you hear mine. I'm 40. I'm 40 y'all. Like I'm not technically, I'm about to be 40. And as I get older, I just realize that I can't, I just can't get away with not caring for myself in a very, very intentional way as much as I could when I was younger. So I don't know if that resonates with anyone else because the older I get and I'm still like, let me hear hear me. I'm not like, like decrepit or anything yet, but like (laughs) I just, I recovery is a lot, you know, slower sometimes like sleep gets more important. And so just really prioritizing feeling my best. And that's not something that I have done maybe for the last like 35 years of my life. So that's the journey I'm on right now. The journey. Um, I love <laughs> what about it. you? I actually have a whole <clears throat> like guide not yeah, on my website that goes through like all my supplements because I, I was getting asked so much. So I'm like, I'm just going to put this in a blog post. But yeah, so for me, I wake up in the morning. I come out. I, well, I brush my teeth and wash my face. I do my flow. And then, so before coffee, my supplement, I did get all my supplements in for like to start the day, the ones that I, you know, feel okay taking on a relatively empty stomach. And so I blend together with my little immersion frother thing, Paleo Valley greens, super greens, plus an element pack. And then I think I said this already, but like once, like on Thursdays when I know I'm going to be uninterrupted and I can just work, I also put one of the fresh cap lion's mane drink powders in there and I mix that up and then I take all my supplements. I start with my pills. And so similarly for the organ complex, I take four every morning. Postpartum, I took six for like the first three months or so. And now I take four. I take two of the, so that's the Paleo Valley organ complex. I take two Paleo Valley vitamin C. I take what right now, like within our family, we're like, I feel like we've been on the verge of a cold, all of us for like three weeks, knock on wood. It hasn't really taken hold. A little Indy had like a cough. Anyways, whenever I feel like we've been exposed to something or we're on the verge of something, I also take an NAC from Mm -hmm. Seeking Health. That was really helpful when we got COVID too. Um, I I went through the COVID situation in like 12 hours. So I'll do that on occasion. And then maybe an L-lysine if I like, those are when I feel like something's coming. Mm -hmm. And then I take the needed choline pill. I really Mm -hmm. like that, especially because I'm not eating a ton of eggs. 
Those are the main ones. And then I cycle in, I'd say like three days a week, I take the needed multi. I really like it. I don't think we need all the supplements all the time. The ones that I am religious about all the time are the vitamin C and the organ complex from, and the choline from So Paleo Valley and Needed. Those are my like everyday. And then I'm like visualizing right now. Mm-hmm. My pills are on the bottom shelf and then I bump up to the <laughs> tinctures and I do a number of tinctures. Oh, you're yeah. like next level. You've got your pills and your tinctures. Oh yeah. I'm a, I uh, tinctures it. actually have, for me, I find to be the most obviously beneficial. Mm. Though I will say the organ complex similarly made a huge difference for me, both postpartum experiences, but so I do the, from Wish Garden, the ones that I do every single day are the stress relief for pregnancy and the immune dues for pregnancy in the morning. And then I do the sleepy nights in the evening. And like, they're not habit forming. They're not, but, but I feel when I've run out of the immune boost, it's like, I feel like that's when I'll get sick. Mm. And then the stress relief one, amazing. And I also have a liquid bliss and I keep that on hand and I, I'll take that in the afternoons usually when I feel like. It's, it's like an immediate, you f- feel it. Like what it just, is it liquid, but it's like a calming. Okay. Yeah. So like, like almost like a CBD effect, but kind of, yeah, exactly. With like, it's got like happy herbs in it. And these okay. are, they're all just herbs. My girls love them. We go, we have a new thing where we go baby bird and Indy <laughs> will stand and open her mouth and look up. It's the cutest thing ever. And then she <laughs> takes the tinctures. Those are, and then I do, I do my fair to body right now. I'm doing the Thea. So they have different blends depending on your needs. Like Osea, Osea is like kind of like calming, more like nervous system support. Thea, Thea is like more like physical replenishment. What's the other one that I love? Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the name right now. The other one that I, that I take often is more of like a focus. They have all these different incredible blends. I take my CBD hemp oil that are, it also has like, it's been created with really cool like herbs and adaptogens in there as well, botanical blends. And that is my morning tincture lineup. And then I move to make my coffee, which I do a third calf (laughs) (laughs) using like local organic beans. And I do the fresh cap mushroom elixir powder in there. And then I also do Paleo Valley bone broth protein, the chocolate, and the Paleo Valley chocolate whey with colostrum. It's so freaking good. Mm. And I so I make that my coffee, and I do heavy cream in there, and I sit and I just sip that. And then my second cup, like you were saying, you try and switch it up. I've been using Rasa, and now I finally got my link set. So if you're listening and you want my Rasa link, I've got one. It's a coffee alternative. I've switched from the mud water to this one. I prefer the quality from more research that I've done. And I prefer the taste. I use the cacao one. And I, so like, as I'm getting breakfast ready for the girls, I'll steep rasa and I put it in my, and then same thing. I add the proteins in there. And today I'm going to add the, I haven't tried it yet, but the paleo Valley golden milk one looks super good. So I'm excited about that. So, and then I take that with me and I have a late morning mug. And if I'm, if I feel like hungry for food, food, I'll have a banana or the daily harvest. Now they have these bites. I'll eat a couple of those just kind of tuning into my body, maybe make a a bowl of oatmeal. Some days I need more than others. Sometimes it's dependent upon if Indy nursed a bunch or just how, like I try and check in, but I love starting my day with just a crap ton of protein, fat, and all the supplements. (laughs) After lunch, I will have, so I've started, I've started using a tiny bit of cannabis and I feel like this is something that like nobody talks about, even though whenever I share with people, they're like, oh yeah, me too. I'm like, oh, so we all like drink drink openly and like get, you know, feel totally fine sharing that. There's like the mommy wine culture. It's not a judgment if you drink wine every evening, but it's like, but then someone talks about cannabis and it's like, Oh, (laughs) I feel like that's a very, like, that is very much pushed by big pharma because there is a lot of healing properties to cannabis and there is not a lot of money to be made through big pharma. So anyways, I found these capsules at our local distillery, not sorry, dispensary. Um, (laughs) Speaking I of love alcohol, it. which we'll get to, <laughs> our dispensary has these capsules. And it's like, I mean, the amount of THC in there is almost negligible, especially considering there is CBD and CBG, which CBG is like another component of the cannabinoid. And I don't know the it's like very specifics of it. We should have someone come on to talk mm-hmm. about it. But it's like the G stands for something, but it's kind of coined as like giggles because it's like this kind of euphoric, just like I want happiness. That. I, I absolutely, it has been be my a life. game changer. <laughs> I had a, I had therapy yesterday and I was talking to my therapist about these pills and, and about how, how big of a shift it makes for me. So I come home from my, like my like really hyper-focused work session and I take one of the capsules. And so it's like a thousand milligrams of CBD 
a thousand milligrams of CBG and then 40 milligrams of THC. And I was talking to the gal at the dispensary who's actually going to school to be a, like a substance abuse counselor. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about how like the THC, and even if the THC did come through, even if I felt a little bit of a high, like I think that that's fine, (laughs) but I don't like, I don't feel any high, but I do. I definitely feel like a full on. So I, I take a capsule, I go get like lay with Indy try and like downregulate my nervous system. And by the time I come out of that room and she's sleeping, I, it's like starting to kind of, I just feel this, like, I feel like my brain is able to focus on one thing at a time. I feel like I'm able to then, I, then I go into like making lunch and it's become very ritual for me. And so I'll like make lunch and the rest of the afternoon, I just, it's like, I just feel a sense of calm and a sense of like, not this, the anxiety is so dramatically reduced mm. that I tend to feel. And I am able to like, it's just really for me, like my brain, I think the anxiety is reduced because my brain is able to focus on the right now a lot easier. So that's been huge for me. My it's the company's called Fairwinds and they like lab tests for mold and pesticides and just a really high quality. But like, I can't get that in Texas, right? Because I think you could, I, I think can. you can order it online. Okay. I'll have to look into it. Yeah. I'll send you a link. Um, okay. I want to like try and partner with them because I take my, you know, I take the Fay in the morning and that's very, very effective. I feel that too. But then this is just like another step, like a little bit higher because it does have the THC in it you know, anyone who's really immersed in that world will tell you that the hemp, like if you're buying a hemp oil with 0% THC, I personally don't think it's going to be that effective in nature. These things are meant to work together, you know, symbiotically. So, and then after lunch, I'll take some of the, I'll take another, I usually take the immune booster at this time of year, like with each meal (laughs) and I'll take maybe like the liquid bliss, depending on how I'm feeling. Yeah. And then at night, I just do like, I drink, and I'm also drinking a lot of tea, like tea all day long, different herbal teas, like traditional medicinals and that kind of stuff. And then in the evening I take like a nighty night tea. What brand do you use for that tea? Cause I have been loving the needed, like sleepy tea stuff, but I used it all. And I'm like, should I get more? Should I like try something different? What, what tea? It's just the traditional medicinals. I just get at our grocery store. Okay. Okay. I love their teas. I drink tea. I probably have like, especially this time of year, I have like, I don't know, probably like four to six tea bags a day. Just mm. sip it throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And I also love doing that with meals. Oh, I take the needed digestive enzyme with my meals as well. And then also in my bag, I keep, Wish Garden has a, like, it's called like a badass bitters. And it's, I just keep that in my purse. So when I'm out and about, if I'm eating something, because that's typically when I'm eating things that I wouldn't normally eat at home, I take a few spritzes of that and that helped a lot, like in this last trip. Yeah, and I take the sleepy nights at bedtime for the sleep support from Wish Garden. And that is a day in my life of supplementation. <laughs> I feel like I'm maybe missed stuff, but for the most part, that's it. And it's, yeah, I, I feel like I've got a good rhythm. I feel like I'm taking really good care of my body in this season, and I need to, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, and we're worthy of that, of, mm-hmm. of movement, of downtime. Yesterday, I was just having a morning. Like it was, it felt, I just was wound up and there's more to that. And maybe I'm going to share more about that on our next episode. Just, and like, and then, you know, had therapy and got some like really great clarity and just like the importance of taking care of ourselves. And, Mm -hmm. and I know we've touched on this before, but just to kind of reiterate, like we don't have to be going all the time. We don't have to, our value is not equated with like how busy we are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so just like, I needed that reminder yesterday. So I just say that here because it's fresh on my mind and heart if anyone else needs it too, but you're worthy of nourishing your body in whatever way fits your life. You're worthy of moving your body every single day and you're worthy of downtime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So even if that means like a little bowl of ice cream or whatever size bowl of ice cream and some maybe potentially schmutt TV for in the middle of the day, you do, you do the thing, whatever's going to like fill recharge. She talked about like spoons and I'm probably butchering this, but like we wake up in the morning with a certain number of spoons, mm-hmm. you know, and like things that you give, it's not necessarily bad, but like you, you give your spoons away throughout the day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like you can't function with no spoons. Right. She said it way more eloquently, but <laughs> you know, like, like that. And like maybe a bowl of ice cream in the middle of the day gets you a spoon back. Like you can yeah. get them back, you know? Mm-hmm. So anyways, Supplements, spoons, and cannabis. I love that. I, <laughs> I love it. Hello, my loves. Jess here. 
Have you heard of a favorite things party before? Well, this is like that, sort of, except that I'm a party of one and this favorite item is truly life-changing. So maybe that makes it more than a favorite, like a must-have instead. Anyways, I digress, as usual. I recently fell in absolute and total love with the brand new 100% grass-fed and finished chocolate whey protein with colostrum from Paleo Valley. This protein is unparalleled in both the flavor and creaminess department, and I'm adding it to everything my yogurt my shakes and even my coffee for a delicious bevy reminiscent of an ice smoker from your favorite coffee shop the really cool part is the addition of colostrum which is one of the most powerful superfoods on the planet because it's a fragile compound though it matters how you process it so that you don't lose any of the bennies Thanks to a proprietary low temperature drying method used by Paleo Valley, the beneficial compounds are preserved, harnessing the muscle, weight loss, gut, immune and inflammation supportive benefits of the high quality grass fed whey and colostrum that they use. So if you want to check out Paleo Valley 100% grass fed and finished whey protein, plus all of their other amazing products that we talk about all the time, head on over to www.paleovalley.com forward slash modern mamas and use the code modern mamas at checkout for 15% off your order. Okay, bye. You're right. It's, it's so true. It's like I found myself yesterday. I've been on this like journey of like kind of there's been a lot of like slowness and it's been so difficult for me to like sit in this period of like, uh, like I need to be doing something, but like I don't know what and like having maybe a little bit more rest time than I'm used to, which, you know, if for most, I mean, that's a wonderful thing. That's a thing to embrace. But for me, it was like this very difficult season of like, I feel useless and worthless and I don't know what to do with myself and you know yesterday I found like but in that time I was like being being super consistent with getting movement and feeling myself like really like nourishingly and like my supplements like you know just being really consistent with it so it was beautiful for that but yesterday even in this morning even I kind of like my energy shifting and I've got like things on my plate and like my, my days are filling up in really good ways. And I was like, I don't have time to take my supplements this morning before I like got on the podcast. And I was like, yes, you do. And then I was like, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat breakfast because I need to like go jump in. I was like, you can make at least a shake. Like you can have the shake while you're on the podcast. Like I was like this battle between myself where I was like slipping into old ways where I was like, I'm not going to eat and I'm not going to take my supplements. I'm just going to hit the ground running. And like, this is, we're going to, we're back to it. And then I had to like consciously be like, no, we are not doing this. You have time. (laughs) Like you can do, you can take your supplements. It doesn't take that long. You can blend up a shake. So anyways, I just want to echo that too, because I feel like it's a constant for me, at least a constant, like, you know, just recentering myself and anchoring myself back into those decisions, like, mm-hmm. cause they really are d- daily decisions to. And I think about what if we just swapped, like, instead of time, it's, it's like capacity, right? Because like, you have the time to take supplements, but mm-hmm. you have like the mental and energetic capacity to pause to do that thing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, when it comes to something that's like so, you know, important for it's like that self care piece. Mm-hmm. And if that mm-hmm. stuff starts to go, it's not time; it's capacity. And yeah. it's like, well, then where where do we need to pull back some capacity so that yeah. we can actually put that time into and love into ourselves? Because totally. I, I, I catch myself doing the same thing. I definitely, as you know, like I've got some non negotiables yeah. that like we'll make happen at the expense of other things. I had a, a talk with my therapist yesterday too, and she was like, "Do you think like you strive to like do?" You, you're, you can be hyper focused on work because it's like people pleasing, and I was like, mm. I was like, I don't, th- I don't think so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And then that's again a whole other topic. But anyways, that was a tangent. You go. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I've kind of wrapped up that that whole portion of my thinking. But yeah, I mean, that's an interesting thought. Like, I would never have pegged you not to like go back to that when you're already moving on. But I would never outwardly peg you as a people pleaser. And I think that's an insightful question to like challenge your your thinking. Like, is it related to that? But it feels like you feel strongly that it's not necessarily about that. It's about something else, right? When you when you hyper focus on work, on for work, example. Yeah. Sorry, I was also talking to Evie about her lantern that she just brought out to me. <laughs> like, she could not <laughs> consume or internalize this concept of "I will help you in ten minutes." <laughs> I yeah, and and I I don't think like there are different levels of 
empathy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that our level of empathy in many cases dictates our worthiness or goodness as a human. I think that it's just like something that some people have and others don't. And I, for me, it's not like I don't push really hard at work to please somebody else. I push really hard at work. And right now it's like a very intrinsic pressure because we're going through a lot of transition and we don't, we have all these things like, you know, we're also in the discomfort of the weight where we don't have a lot of very clear, there's nothing set. There's a lot of things that are potential, but mm-hmm. nothing like super set in stone, mm-hmm. at least up until like two days ago, as far as like security and stability financially, you know, I'm a contractor for CrossFit. My, my contracts renewed every quarter. And I think I've been pushing far and above what a contracted employee should be working even if it's not the hours at the computer, but it's like the mental and emotional investment commitment yeah. and investment. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of it is just like intrinsic pressure on myself to like turn to manifest. I manifest mm. so hard sometimes that at my own detriment. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we just had a good conversation about that. Like, it's not like me worrying about pleasing my boss to make my boss feel better or whatever. And, and I, my leadership is phenomenal. You know, it's not like, it's not like I don't want to make them happy, but I don't, work really, really hard at things like my business, for instance, I want to support my community. I want to show up wholly yes for them, but also because I feel it feels, it feels important because in supporting my community and showing up in that space and answering those DMs and answering emails, it's also going to like further my business. Hmm. And I don't feel like a shame around saying that. I think a lot of people would agree. If you're a small business owner, sometimes you feel this pressure to reply to everything in a timely manner because those are your customers. And if you don't show up, they might not purchase from you. They might not support you anymore. And mm-hmm. so obviously I've got some work to do there because seeing my value as it goes beyond answering a DM within 24 hours. You know? mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Yeah. I, I've done I feel, a lot of work on boundaries there. I have, I have probably slipped away into the other. I'm so sorry. I, I will go through and batch answer emails or like DMs probably once every two weeks. Cause I just, I used to be like a DM came in. I got to answer this, ignore everything else around me because this is like the most important thing. And I went way to the other, not to like hijack this conversation, but just to like say, Hey, Good. I'm with you. I'm with you. But now I feel like I, I need to find like a, just a balance is a little bit better. Cause I will just like, I'll see it. And I'll be like, okay, I'm going to answer that. And then I just, I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and and I feel terrible. And, I, and I, I'm learning to not feel terrible. And yeah. I will tell people that I'm like, Hey, especially if it's like someone who I know has my phone number, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will be like, mm-hmm. listen, I'm not going to reply to you here. And I, and also long voice messages on and DMs and stuff. I just, I, I, I can't. And so it's like, for me, it's like, I've just, I'm learning to work towards But then again, like the unapologetic nature for me versus you when it comes to like our levels of like empathic nature, Mm -hmm. right? And that's probably partly because of our Enneagram and Mm -hmm. like all of that. Like I just have to be, and it's not like I'm blatantly ignoring people, but I, it's so easy to miss DMs Mm -hmm. and you could leave something marked as unread. And then like two days later, it just, it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. (laughs) It's so weird. Yeah. It is weird. And I will say, like, even though it takes me a long time to get to a place where I'm, like, ready, when I'm ready, I'm, like, I'm doing this. And I'm happy and I'm positive and I'm, like, yeah. I, I have the space for it. Like, I have the space and I want That's to answer. Huge. And it feels different versus, like, answering in the moment when I'm just trying to, like, answer the DM but also, like, cook dinner or, you know, whatever else mm-hmm. that I'm so, supposed to be doing at that moment. So, I yeah, I, I'm, I'm there with you. I mean, I, I love it. I love connecting with people, too. And sometimes... I don't know. It's just that balance with that. So totally. And I bet folks listening to this are like, I would never message you expecting yes, you to reply in, I know. in three hours, but <laughs> it's like that self-induced pressure that we yes. put on ourselves because we've been doing this for a long time yeah. and we want to show up for this community and we feel so supported and like we wouldn't have businesses without you all. But also we put so much free content into the world and we share so much of ourselves that like those boundaries are super important so that we can keep showing up in this space, you know? Totally. And we have the best. Yeah. Echo, echo exactly what you said. It's like, I feel like no one else is like sitting there on the other side of this DM being like, okay, Jess, it's been three days. (laughs) Like what's happening. I'm going to unfollow you for not answering. Like our our people people forget they even messages sometimes. Our people are amazing. It's, it's definitely, I feel mostly one-sided at least if anyone ever has felt, mad or upset they've never told me which I 
bless you. Thank you for not. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> Anyways, well, I we feel like we kind of I want I want to talk about sobriety at least. Can we can we yeah. talk about that a little bit? Because I supplements feel like, and sobriety. It's a yeah. good conversation. And then maybe we'll tack on a little bit of sexy talk at the end if we have nah, time. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> but I because I wanted to talk about this and I mentioned it a little bit last time because I've actually gotten quite a few questions. One from a mutual friend of ours, really good friend of yours, but she was just curious about like she just was like, Will you talk about it more? Like your sobriety journey, because I'm I'm interested for myself and I'm happy to. And I guess I'll just jump in. Do, should I just jump in? <laughs> I think you might jump be. away. Okay. <laughs> so if you've been listening, you know that like, I think probably over the last like year and a half or so, I have been talking about this idea of like, p- playing with sobriety around alcohol. And, you know, I've gone through like, big chunks of time where I was like, not really drinking a lot or, you know, in my experience of consuming alcohol, I would like drastically reducing it to where it was like, maybe one on a weekend or every other weekend or once a month, I would have something if we were like out on a date. And, you know, just like kind of dipping my toe in in that way. And then we Tim and I Tim doesn't use it anymore. But I still use the whoop, which is kind of like this fitness tracking device. It's recovery tracking. It it tracks all these components of your body, like your heart rate variability, your resting heart rate when you're sleeping, your body temp when you're sleeping. What else? What else? Your respiratory rate. I think those are the main things, like five main metrics that it tracks at night. And what I was seeing is that, you know, I think a lot of people think like, well, I'll just have one drink and then it'll be fine. And in a lot of ways, it's like you, you are okay with one drink like maybe you're not feeling like drunk or like sick or out of control or anything with one drink but what I was seeing correlated with my data was like even with one drink my body was responding in a way that was telling me like we don't like this (laughs) Uh, my my particular body is not liking this for instance like my respiratory rate would be super high while I was sleeping like my body is like trying to detox this 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 substance, my heart rate vari- variability would jump super low. My body temp was like wacky outside of its normal range. My resting heart rate was super high. So just even with small amounts of alcohol, I was seeing, and then my recovery. So the whoop rates of recovery, red, yellow, green, and my recovery would almost always be in the red, always, just regardless of like how much alcohol was being consumed. And so it was just, it was one of those things like, The data was interesting to me and it was correlating a lot with how I would feel the next day because even though I was still highly functional, say after one drink, I was tired, I was sluggish, my brain function was feeling like, you know, it's like, and then we have two kids and I'm almost 40 and it's like, you can't, like, I don't have the luxury of just like resting the next day and like sleeping in and doing all these things. And so it was just that compound effect of one drink, poor night's sleep body's not fully recovered, jumping into the next thing because we we can't really like take the time to just like sleep. And so I was just a lot of noticing those things. And then I'm going to kind of share, I've debated, I have shared this, my story in terms of alcohol in several different settings, like at some of our retreats, because those always feel like a safe place a little bit in like our Patreon community. My heart is beating fast right now. I don't even know why. I guess I'm a little, I, I can know. hear it, hear it in your voice. Yeah. Too. I, you know, my story and the reason why I'm nervous to share is if, is because these are, it involves people that I love and care about and it's not just me and it's not just my story, but I do want to give some sort of context to why alcohol is a substance that I am personally wary about, like seriously wary about. A couple things. So when I was in high school, my, I don't think I've shared about this anywhere, actually. My cousin, who was the same age as me, we were super close growing up. He went to a party, drank a lot, decided not to drive home. Great decision. Fell asleep in his car and actually died because he threw up so much that he like choked on his own vomit. 
And so that around the age of like 17, 18 significantly impacted me. It was devastating. It was devastating for our family. And it was just truly one of those things that was like, it was like, just why? Like, why did this have to happen? And then when I was in high school, so growing up, my parents, gosh, my dad was a a super high functioning alcoholic and, you know, not, not mean, not, he did, he didn't get that way, but it was basically like drinking every night, just kind of shutting down. And, you know, he has his own story and his own reasons why that was his coping mechanism. But over the course of like my entire childhood, like he was just a really high functioning alcoholic. And that led to poor decisions when I was in high school that resulted in him going to jail because of alcohol, because of drinking and driving for eight years in like the most formative, like it was like a huge I, I can't I cannot express to you the magnitude of how it changed our lives. He was in jail. I was going to college my freshman year. This all happened within like a very short span of time. And it ruined our family in so, so many ways. Again, I don't want to get too much into the weeds and share too much of that story. And I, and I take back the the term ruin because we there was just it 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 changed our family we'll just say that and not for the better in a lot of ways and i have two sisters i'm the oldest and i have a middle sister who's 7 years younger than me and then a younger sister who is 14 years younger than me and at that time was just a tiny little thing and you know going to college i went for my freshman year to a school that i had planned to go to before all of this happened that wasn't the right fit but didn't really understand that god you know it, my life was spinning so out of control that i took back control in the only way that i knew how how through like basically having an eating disorder and then you know having this extreme perfectionism in all areas of life and you know, there was a lot of stuff then going on back home with my sisters and my mom. My mom, I, I love my mom. She just was not equipped to handle everything that happened. And so that caused a lot of like rift in our relationship, a lot of like just really challenging times in our family. And so that is a significant thing. And there's much more to it. Again, don't want to share, <laughs> don't want to put all of my family's like, you know, personal things out there. But just when I say that like alcohol has impacted my life in a very serious way, it, I, I can't be more like explicit. Like it, it can damage lives and it has damaged mine. And then on the flip side, you know, Tim, again, not to share too much about like that story, you know, we just come from families who, who have dealt with substance abuse in significant ways. And so it's in our, it's in our familial experiences and our actual DNA to have a predisposition to potentially, you know, just substance addiction. And so I'm very, very aware of it. And it has led me into onto my own journey. And also the fact that like, I have never been able to drink alcohol without really getting sick. And it's gotten worse since, I've had kiddos. I don't know if anyone else shares this experience, but like ever since I've had kids, it's like even less amounts of alcohol. I have this like propensity to like one or two drinks and feel horrible and feel like I don't feel well. I need to go home. And so really all in all, I just got this idea that like, I don't think this is serving me in the way that I thought it was serving me. And for like, for instance, in my collegiate years, I thought drinking made me more fun. Like it made me relax a little bit. It made me be more fun and let loose, let my hair down and be this person that I maybe felt like I couldn't be in my day-to-day life. And I just realized that like a lot of people feel like they're more themselves when they drink. And I feel like I am less myself when I drink. You know, it's like almost like I want to drink so people like me and they think that I'm fun and different, but that's not me. Like this is a, a version of me, right? But like, The me I am 98% of the time without alcohol, like that's the real me. And if people don't like me, 
like in that time, then, you know, drinking alcohol and trying to be someone else isn't going to make them really know me and understand me. So just a lot. I mean, that's a lot. I just unloaded a lot there, but drove me to kind of consider really, really honestly, what would life be like if I didn't have alcohol in it? I'm just curious, right? And like, I I give myself grace. I have, my in my idea, this idea of sobriety is going to be like, let's try it for a year and see what happens. My friend Holly did the same thing. She did a full year. And now she knows she occasionally drinks. So it's not something that she's stuck with like hardcore. But for me, I, I want to give it some time and just see how things change either for the better or maybe I'm like, wow, I really missed it. I missed having like drinks here and there. I have no expectations other than curiosity around the journey. So that's where I am. And I feel great. It's been 60 days. There are moments like, you know, when we were at the retreat in California, it was like, ah, oh, I really, I do want to have that like social experience. But at the same time, like I was fine without it. Like it was kind of like, eh, I really want to. But when I didn't, it wasn't like I, I felt like I was seriously missing out. Does that make sense? hundred percent. Yeah. And it's, it's typically for me, sometimes, you know, I'll choose to have lately. I've been choosing to have just like hot water with lemon instead. Or if I do have a glass of wine, I, I like to pair things like shocking experience, <laughs> right? Like a really nice glass of red wine with like a really good meal where it really works and elevates that experience. Mm-hmm. I don't like feeling drunk. I don't like feeling even like re- super buzzed, yeah. extra buzzed. I don't mind like the little bit of like, ah, like you're sitting at a table with friends, but I've stopped having wine at home pretty much unless Russ and I are like having it again, like a really nice meal or something. And then when I go out, I'll either like just get a glass or a cup of hot water with lemon or a tea, or I'll have like one drink and then that. But yeah, I, I agree. And it's interesting where I was going with that is sometimes it feels like it's that initial when you're, when you're out and it's social and everyone's ordering a drink. Mm -hmm. That's like the only time where I'm like, Oh, mm." Uh, and I think I'm noticing it way more than anybody else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then once everyone has their drink in hand and then you just move into the night, like that's when for me, I'm like, oh, this is just as enjoyable most of the time as mm-hmm. it would be with one or without one. And just let, not letting like the social, and I, I imagine you're past this now. And it was so cool in Santa Cruz for, you know, it's just like you move through that and then it's not really a thing anymore, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Yeah, it's it's really not. And like, yeah, I I... You know, and then like mocktails is like, they're so huge now. I feel like more and more people like when I even at the when we met up at the Abbott, I think it was Abbott Square. You know, I I got a mocktail and I brought it back to the table and people were like, Oh, you're drinking. I was like, actually, it's a mocktail. And like, that was it. Like, you know, nobody was like, Oh, why aren't you like, Oh, like, it was not an issue. And I feel like sometimes like, that's where I'm like, Oh, I feel like people are gonna be expecting me to drink. But I feel like, no, I haven't, I haven't encountered that, you know, like no one's pressured me. Oh, actually, I did get a comment at my sister or my niece's birthday party. But again, this is from someone who, oh, you know, I just, I, someone whose perspective on alcohol is different than mine was like, I I told him, he asked me if I wanted to drink and I was like, no, you know, I'm, I'm actually like trying to be sober. Like, I think I'm going to go for a whole year. And he's like, well, that sucks for you. And I was like, Okay. (laughs) Like, I mean, I don't even know what to say. Like it's, it, it doesn't suck for me. Like I'm fine. I'm totally fine. I feel like it sucks for you. Like you feel like talking to him, like he felt like I was judging him or he felt like defensive about it. And like, I don't care if people drink, like I literally, I have no judgment whatsoever. Like if that's not someone else's journey is not the same as mine, but it almost feels like defensive. Like when you tell someone that you're you're not drinking. They're like, well, oh, like, you know, I don't know. Like, there just has to be some sort of like comeback to it. And I, you know, like, I, I don't feel that way at all. But I think Laura's, the fam is getting up over there. Yes, I have to wrap. <laughs> but I feel like that's kind of a good final point because it, that's all encompassing for like all of life, right? If yeah. someone has an issue with something that you're doing or saying or, or, and it doesn't impact them at all. It's like, that is so on them. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like the past couple of years have taught us all, well, many of us that in many ways, like that's, that's that person's issue. Nothing yeah. to do with you. It's their own insecurities. Absolutely. Well, you do you. And it sounds like it's been a really, really great so far. It's and, been uh, great. It's been great. I would just, yeah. I, and I, 
again, to wrap up, like if you've considered or toyed around with this idea or maybe have alcohol abuse in your family or alcoholism in your family and you're just aware of it, like just, you know, give it a shot. Like it doesn't have to be a year. It doesn't have to be any long amount of time. But like if you drink regularly, like weekly, you know, try and do one less and see how you feel. Like it's, I, I consider it all experimentation at this point, like for myself, just to see what makes me feel good. And so you can start anywhere. You can play with it and see if it works for you. And if not, then get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> if do what, what serves you. Yes. And really, I think the biggest question we can always come back to is like, what is the why behind mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm habit or, and has it become a habit or is it more of a ritual? I mean, there's so many good questions you could just ask yeah. yourself, but I think the why is really huge. Totally. Agree. Awesome. Well, All thanks right, well, for letting me tame this rowdy bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for letting me share. I loved it. Thank everything. you for sharing. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'm going to blow up my candle, a ritual. <laughs> my solo time is done. <laughs> Officially over. All right, friend. I will All right, we'll chat. For everything. Yeah. We'll chat next week. See y'all later. I right, love y'all. Okay, bye. bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Bye.